Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back, everybody, to Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. We've got some great video content. Our YouTube handle is at L.A. Rams Up. Follow us on Instagram as well. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. A lot more adverse news breaking since our last podcast. I think we've gotten used to the idea of Bobby Wagner moving on. And then we heard, of course, Jalen Ramsey on the trading block, perhaps. We've heard rumors that Leonard Floyd could be an eventual cut. And then in the last few days, more news. Alan Robinson apparently gave him permission to seek a trade. And on top of that, Matt Gay, a guy I had at the top of my list of Rams free agents they need to retain, was not slapped with the franchise tag. Rams are apparently going to try to extend him. But I'll tell you, I think most Ram fans would agree with me. It's just a great feeling having a guy like Gay back there kicking field goals for us. Very reliable, very underappreciated player. There are going to be a lot of teams pursuing him. Hopefully the Rams can keep him in Los Angeles. By the time you hear this, there will probably be more adverse news, but hang tight, Ram fans. All is not lost. This is still a really good team with a lot of potential and a lot of draft picks that could be piling up. And that's why I'm going to open up this episode with my 16th mock draft. Before I get into that, reminder, our next two episodes will have guests on both of those. A 
longtime Ram fan and a guy that really studies the college game is going to chime in on what he thinks the Rams roster could look like in 2023. And then Tom Quartz and Paul Walia will be joining me to have a very similar discussion, open-ended. Not sure what we're going to talk about, but I can guarantee you it's going to be fun and interesting. And then after the mock draft, we will have, of course, another look at a Rams position group. This time, the Ram tight ends. So let's get into this mock draft. And we took an entirely different approach this time. I think you'll find it pretty interesting. Now, I used the NFL mock draft database once again, and I already shared this on the YouTube channel. You can follow along as I make these picks if you so wish. But this is what I did for this mock draft. Lots of rumors about Rams players moving on. Bobby Wagner already gone, basically. Jalen Ramsey on the trading block. Allen Robinson given permission to seek a trade. Leonard Floyd a cut at some point, potentially. A lot going on in Rams world. Are we rebuilding? Are we remodeling? Well, hopefully this mock draft will demonstrate that if the Rams are indeed in rebuild mode, it could be a pretty quick rebuild. And what I'm getting at here is, a lot of people are forgetting, if we trade Jalen Ramsey and Allen Robinson, we're going to get even more draft picks back. And for Ramsey, we could get some high draft picks. So to facilitate a simulated mock draft involving these guys, I propose that the Rams trade Jalen Ramsey and the 36th pick to the Detroit Lions for the 18th and 48th pick. The Lions, of course, would keep that number six pick that originally belonged to the Rams. In the meantime, Allen Robinson works out a trade for some random team for a sixth round pick. And once again, to facilitate this mock draft, let's just say he goes to the Lions for their 194th pick overall. Now, I'm not arguing that Robinson is going to go to the Lions I think that would be one of the last places he would go. So just to make this manageable, when I ran the simulator, I just had him go to the Lions. Then I can run the simulator with just making picks for the Lions and Rams. And the Rams keep three of the Lions picks, and the Lions get one of the Rams picks. I know, confusing as heck. It'll all make sense in the end. All you really need to know is the results. And what were the results? Round one the 18th pick overall. This is the pick from the Lions. The Rams select Kylie Ringo, the cornerback out of Georgia, 6-2-207. It's pretty thin on cornerbacks in this draft, but Ringo is one guy that's going to be a stud in the NFL. As Chad Reuter of NFL.com said, uniquely suited to travel the field and match talents against some of the bigger targets in the league. We have our new CB1. Still need some help with that group, though. Our next pick also originally belonged to the Lions, the 48th overall. This is in the second round. And the Rams select Derek Hall, the edge rusher out of Auburn, 6'3", 254. This guy has tremendous character, a team captain. Rams love those kind of guys. He's explosive and long, has all the tools to be a successful edge rusher. With Leonard Floyd's future in doubt, apparently, We need help on the edge as well, and we get it with Hall. Round three, number 69 overall. This is a pick that belonged to the Rams all along. They add to that cornerback room even more. Caillou Blue Kelly 
out of Stanford, six feet 191, a four-year starter. This guy's got NFL bloodlines. He's Brian Kelly's son. He was a really good player on a really bad defense. This cornerback room with the Rams, with Ramsey gone, needs a lot of help. We added two rookies last year. We had two more this year. And both of these could be starters very, very soon on the Los Angeles Rams. Round four, number 136 overall. Allen Robinson's gone. We add Jonathan Mingo, the wide receiver out of Ole Miss, 6'2", 215. This is a big receiver, but he's got speed. He can get vertical and rounds out our wide receiver room very well, I think. Round five, number 172 overall. Eric Gray, running back out of Oklahoma, 5'9 207. This is a three-down back. He had a monster year last year, super productive. 213 carries, 1,366 yards, and 11 TDs. He's going to come in and help this running back room. Cam Akers, not sure how long he's going to be a Ram. After Akers, also we have is Kyren Williams and Ronnie Rivers. Need to add a guy there. Eric Gray, I think, fits in really well. Round six, number 182 overall. Every Ram fan I talk to thinks we need to add interior offensive line, so I'll bend to the wind here. Juice Scruggs, interior offensive line out of Penn State, 6'3", 301, another team captain. He can play all three spots on the interior. The Rams' seventh pick of the draft, round six, number 189 overall. And this is the one pick that I'd probably want to do over on. I'm not sure the Rams really would draft a guy like this. Keandre Coburn, defensive lineman out of Texas, 6'1", 344. He's just a monster space eater. I'm hoping the Rams can retain Greg Gaines, but even if they do, Ashawn Robinson probably moving on. One of those guys is going to move on, right? If not both of them, that leaves us with Aaron Donald, Bobby Brown, Marquise Copeland, Jonah Williams, a couple other guys. Add a big guy to eat up space in the middle. Help with run defense, if nothing else. Still in round six, number 191 overall. And this is a guy I've been hyping long before everybody else noticed him. Zach Kuntz, the tight end out of Old Dominion. This is actually one of the guys that Eric Moldera out of the South End Zone podcast told me about. 6'7", 255, super athletic. He was originally pegged for about this spot. After the combine and his performance there, grading out athletically at the top in just about every department, he's probably going to go earlier than this. The mock draft database hasn't made an adjustment yet, but maybe we'd have to grab him a little earlier. Some way, somehow, we got to draft at Zach Kuntz. And by the way, if you follow along on the YouTube channel, I had the opportunity to draft Darnell Washington with that second pick. And I just couldn't do it. Love the guy. I'd love to add Darnell Washington to this team, but I just think there's more pressing needs. How much would Darnell Washington really help this team with Tyler Higby and Bryson Hopkins still on the roster? Zach Kuntz just makes more sense in the sixth round. Another sixth round pick, number 194 overall. And this pick, by the way, was the one we got from the Lions or some other random team in the Allen Robinson trade. Another guy that I could have got later, 
Stetson Bennett, the quarterback out of Georgia. I'm just so tired of our backup quarterback situation. And if you want a guy that can come in and be a backup real soon to come in and actually win an NFL game for you as a rookie, Stetson Bennett might be the guy that you can find in the sixth round. He's kind of small, 5'11", 192. He has a great arm, and I'd say he has some big game experience coming from Georgia and the success they've had over the last few years. Still in round six, number 211 overall. No Bobby Wagner at inside linebacker, so we have Ernest Jones and two exclusive rights free agents I expect us to retain, Trevin Howard and Christian Roseboom. And there's my guy. I'm going to butcher his first name once again. Servosia Dennis, Mr. Dennis, Mr. Dennis out of Pittsburgh, 6 feet 224. He's just a thumper, very athletic though, makes tackles all day long. Another position we're thin at, in my opinion, and hopefully solve that concern by drafting Dennis. I'm going to learn how to say his first name eventually. I guarantee it, especially if the Rams draft him. Maybe we'll call him Sir Dennis. How about that? Finally into round seven, number 225 overall. And this is about where the Rams like to draft safeties and they grab another good one. Brandon Hill out of Pittsburgh, 5'10", 193. He's an aggressive, twitchy safety who should be able to cover NFL tight ends. I'm hoping we retain Nick Scott. Even if we do need to add a guy to go along with Russ Yeast, Quentin Lake, and Jordan Fuller. If Nick Scott moves on and Taylor Rapp, we definitely need to add a safety, and we might even draft one earlier if that's the case. And round seven, number 252 overall, one of my favorite picks out of this group, my last pick, DJ Johnson, the edge rusher out of Oregon, 6'4", 260. Now, what I like about Johnson is you can use him in a lot of different ways, and the Rams need that flexibility If this goes the way this draft proposes, Derek Hall and Michael Hoyt will be the two big threats off the edge for the Rams. I'm not totally satisfied with that situation. D.J. Johnson can provide some insurance there and play some outside linebacker, do some other things for you, special teams. Then, of course, there's Daniel Hardy. Hopefully he makes some noise this year. But D.J. Johnson, some insurance as an edge rusher. So that's mock draft number 16, and what I think this draft shows is that just because the Rams are moving on from a couple players, or possibly, who really knows what's going to happen, that doesn't mean that this so-called rebuild, if that's what you want to call it, is going to be a two- or three-year process. It could begin really quickly if the Rams hit on some of these draft picks, especially at the top. If six or seven of these guys contribute on this team, if three or four of them contribute in a significant way in their rookie year, mixed in with guys like Aaron Donald, Rob Havenstein, Ernest Jones, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, some of these free agents that might get retained, Greg Gaines, Nick Scott, this team's going to be okay. And it could be really interesting and a lot of fun to watch this team post 10 or 11 wins in 2023. Yeah, I suppose it could be a rebuild. It could also be a very fast rebuild. 
Next up, another close look at a Rams position group. This time, the Ram tight ends. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app now and sign up with code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. Okay, so over the last several weeks, we have talked about the Rams' quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, and we jumped in on the inside linebacker situation after the Bobby Wagner news broke. Now we're going to get back to the Rams' tight ends. And your first inclination is this could be a very short conversation, but I beg to differ. Right now, the Rams' current tight end situation, Tyler Higbee, Bryson Hopkins, and then a couple of other guys, Jared Pinckney and Roger Carter. Let's talk about Higbee for a second. He's the 10th highest paid player on the roster at the moment anyways. Last year, 72 catches for 620 yards and 3 TDs. Production wasn't bad, but I still think it was a slightly off year for him, and I think he'd tell you the same. He had a few untimely drops. 2021, 61 catches, 560 yards and 5 TDs. 2020, 44 catches, 521 yards, 5 TDs. You get the idea, pretty consistent, not over-the-top production, but still a decent tight end, plays with a lot of grit, good blocker. Now the career leader in yardage for a Ram at tight end, 3,107 yards and 20 TDs on his career. His backup, a guy a lot of people think could be the eventual starter even as soon as this coming season, Bryson Hopkins, 2020 fourth round draft pick, number 136 overall, only costing the Rams about a million. Pretty much disappeared his first and second season with the Rams. And then Higby got hurt, and he performed very well during the Rams' playoff run to that Super Bowl win over the Bengals. And then he comes back in 2022 and pretty much disappears again. Probably no fault of his own, but he had seven receptions for 109 yards. So on his career during the regular season, eight catches for 118 yards. So it's hard to say what the Rams think of him, if he's a potential replacement for Tyler Higbee or not. Only Sean McVay and a few of those coaches know, I suspect. And the reason I bring that up, due to the Rams' tight cap situation, Tyler Higbee is one guy that they could move on from and save significant money with a very minimal cap hit if they release him or trade him after June 1st. A $6.7 million cap savings, a dead cap hit of $2.3 million this year, $2.8 million next year. And given his age and some injuries starting to pile up with him and 
the fact that last year was not a stellar year for him. Would the Rams move on from Higby? Possibly. And the thing that makes it even more likely is this draft is stacked with some really talented tight ends. But before we get to that, who else do the Rams have on their roster at that position? They have Jared Pinckney, Roger Carter, who I'm surprised hasn't been cut yet after planting McVay's face with his helmet that one game. That was pretty hilarious. No more Kendall Blanton. Remember him, the two-time Super Bowl champion. He was on the Rams roster during that win over Cincinnati. And then there he is again on that Chiefs roster as they beat the Eagles. Maybe we should bring him back. I don't think Pinckney and Carter are going to be the answer. They'll be practice squad, third string tight ends at best, I think. So it's really down to Higby and Hopkins. And where do the Rams go from here? Do they roll with those two again? Or do they look at free agents, perhaps? I doubt it, but there are some good ones available. Let's just look at the unrestricted free agents. Mike Giusecki, Dalton Schultz, Austin Hooper, Robert Tunyon, and Hayden Hurst. But I would suspect the Rams would just continue paying Higby, cutting him to save the money, and then going after one of these guys. I don't think that's that much of an improvement. Also out there, Evan Ingram. And whenever I think of Ingram, I think of that 2017 NFL draft, the three top tight ends, Evan Ingram, David Njoku, and Gerald Everett, all three taken before Cooper Cup. Good time to look back and see how these three tight ends have done over their career. Ingram was the first one taken, 355 catches, 3,500 yards, and 29 TDs. Not bad production. Gerald Everett, 233 catches for over 2,400 yards and 16 TDs. So he's just four TDs short of Tyler Higby's mark. And Najoku, he does a lot more than just catch passes for that team. And Cleveland, very valuable player. He has close to 2,400 yards and 19 TDs. Yeah, I don't think free agency is a viable option for the Rams as far as tight ends go. Even if you're moving on from Tyler Higby, why would you turn right around and sign one of these guys? Wouldn't be that much of an upgrade. But I think it's going to be pretty hard for the Rams to avoid drafting a tight end as much as McVay likes tight ends. And they're such a good group this year. You got Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame. He will definitely go in the first round. Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. He could as well. Darnell Washington, the 6'7", 270 tight end out of Georgia. He's a blocking machine and a matchup nightmare. He could go in the first round. Luke Musgrave out of Oregon State, he could also go in the first round. Now, not all four of these guys are going to go in the first round, but any one of them potentially could. Sam Laporta out of Iowa. Iowa has produced so many great tight ends, but Laporta holds the record now for yardage for a tight end out of that university. Tucker Craft, South Dakota State. Luke Schoonmaker out of Michigan. The best blocker in this group. Well, he's right up there with Darnell Washington, actually. And there's a bunch more still. And then you could wait till the fifth or sixth round and still possibly get Payne Durham out of Purdue, who shined at the Senior Bowl. And then the guy I really like, Zach Kuntz out of Old Dominion, 6'8", 251. This is the guy that started his career at Penn State moved on to Old Dominion, very productive in 2021, got injured in 2022, but I originally thought he would be available in the fifth or sixth round, 
And then if you listen to Monday's pod, Koontz had an incredible combine. If he was my little secret, the great tight end nobody knows about, that is over. He definitely elevated his draft value. Could still be there in the third or fourth, though. And I'm thinking that's what the Rams are going to do. They're going to draft a tight end for sure. Just depends on which round they go tight end, which player they really like. If they really do pull off a Ramsey trade and end up with a first-round pick or an additional second-round pick, they may go for a guy like Darnell Washington or Luke Musgrave or maybe wait a little bit and grab Zach Koontz. Like I said, I was hoping originally he would be there late in the fifth or sixth. I don't think that's going to happen now. Whether they're going to keep Higby or not, it may depend on who they end up with in the draft, actually. And a lot of people think Bryce Hopkins can carry the torch for Higby, or maybe whoever they draft could be the guy. Who knows? We'll have to see. But look for the Rams to draft a tight end, that player, and Bryson Hopkins, and 50-50 chance, Tyler Higby as well will be the Rams' tight end group in 2023. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Until next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of the YouTube Audio Library. Tracks featuring Bar Crawl by Track Tribe, Buckeye Banzai by Vans in Japan, and Crimson Fly by Hamama. Hama.